It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by Park Sportsbook and Casino. Elliot Shore Parks always likes to say that no matter what is happening with this team, good, bad, and different, they are always interesting. And Elliot, uh, even though they suck, they are a horrible, horrible, horrible football team, Elliot. We got something to talk about. Jalen Hurts, thank, man. <laughs> yeah, thank God, man. Like, wherever you fall on the side of the Wentz-Hurts debate, which I guess is about to be, you know, Wentz-Foles 2.0, like, at least we have something different to talk about, right? Like I said last week, the team is just so boring to watch, and they were so boring once again coming out. I mean, the offense just looks like you're, they're running into a brick wall time and time again, and we can get into that. We can talk about the defense, the run play at the end, that kind of, you know, broke the game, the Alshon Fulgham stuff, but I think we all know, like, we all know what's about to happen this week, and I have so many places I want to start. I just, I really have so many places I want to start, and I don't know where where to all start. All right, well, 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 yeah, we'll get to all the other stuff, the game, the you know, use of the stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah, like the fact that that Alshon Jeffrey is actually still playing for this football team and taking snaps away from Travis Fulgham. Still, uh, that's for later. Let's just dive into it. Uh, Look, you know where I actually, the funny, funny enough thing, if you don't listen to this podcast that often or whatever, like don't know kind of where we've been at, I've actually been more advocating for Hertz to play than Elliot has in terms of just flat out benching Carson Wentz. So from what I saw from Hertz tonight, which I thought he was really solid, like he wasn't amazing. You know, you figure he's playing against a prevent defense, certainly that first touchdown. You know, there there are factors. They weren't prepared for him. All that type of stuff are fully prepared for him. But he definitely provided a spark. He's he's athletic. The, the deep ball to Rager was a really nice throw. He made some things happen. But regardless of whether you think he was awesome, whether you just think he was good, he was light years better than Carson Wentz tonight. And, and more than anything, in my mind, coming in, I thought he should start. And now, after what we just saw, it is... 100% certain in my mind that Jalen Hart should be the starter moving forward. Like, that's just it. Like, they find out what you got. Like, see what this kid can do because Wentz is cooked for 2020. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, all right, let me let me try to like navigate all my feelings and thoughts on this through <laughs> one thing. It's an emotional but, one, emotional. Yeah. So the first thing the first thing I think I want to say about this is and I tell this story a lot, but I remember in 2017 when Carson was killing it, like thinking that Carson was one of the top five Eagles to ever play for this team, right? And seeing like, wow, this guy is the next quarterback. Like I'm about to cover the next Tom Brady, like all those things, right? Aaron Rodgers, whatever. Like we, like we all thought in 2017. And I think we should all take a step back and realize how wild it is that tonight Carson Wentz was benched for his play. Like I remember when I saw Carson on the bench tonight in the Packers game and what a night not to be in Green Bay. Like, I wish I would have would have been there tonight of all the nights not to be in the press box. But like I remember seeing Carson on the sideline tonight and thinking this it reminded me in a way of like when Carson tore his ACL versus the Rams in the way that like what mattered the most was that Carson was not in the game. And it was just like a very weird parallel. I feel like I felt so we should say that first and I'm sure we'll talk big picture. But it is wild that Carson Wentz was benched tonight because of his play. That's just crazy. Like, no matter what you think of if he should, shouldn't, whatever, think about where we are at. Carson Wentz was benched tonight despite signing a $128 million contract. So that's wild. So we'll talk about that. But in terms of Jalen Hurts, I'm like, I guess you do have to play him. I guess you do have to. And I think I am with you on that. But I still just can't get over the fact that they're going to bench Carson, even though he's played poorly. Like, it's just such a huge decision. And throughout this season, we've talked about whether they should bench Carson or not. A parallel a lot of people have brought up is that they bench McNabb and put, put in Kevin Cobb, right? And then McNabb came in and killed it. Well, they didn't bench McNabb the next game, right? So, like, now the Eagles are at a point where, and Doug Peterson talked after the game. He said he didn't know who was going to start next week. Carson Wentz said he did not think sitting for a week would help him. So, just putting that out there. But, like... My lies, my eyes didn't lie to me. Like I saw the game tonight, and Jalen Hurts looked better than Carson Wentz. And I get the prevent defense thing, I do, but like, I'm not like that. That's not swaying my opinion here. Like I saw Jalen move when the pressure came in and run for two first downs that are probably sacks of Carson's in the game. Right, the throw to Jalen Rager, like maybe Carson makes that throw. I don't know, but what I do know is that's the second time all year Jalen Rager has looked like a threat down the field. And where I ultimately come down on this is. And this is the thing people are probably going to be mad about, but, like, it's true. Like, why do Carson Wentz's teams always get better once he's not in there? Like, in 2018, the team was bad all year. Foles came in, and they went on a run, right? This year, I know they lost and all that, but, like, we we all can't lie to ourselves. Like, it was exciting when Jalen Hurts was in there. They looked better when Jalen Hurts was in there. I don't even think it's a coincidence Jalen Rager returned that punt once Jalen Hurts got in. It just felt like the, the team was different. And... For whatever you think of Carson's like potential, his skill set, all that stuff, it's just weird that this keeps happening to him. Yeah, look, I I, I don't want to overrate the the everything was better with Hurts. They also gave up that abominable seventy seven yard touchdown yeah, on Aaron great. Jones yeah. since Jalen Hurts came in and after you know couldn't get a first down when they needed it. Um, I, I again, I thought Hurts was fine. I thought he was solid. I thought he showed some flashes. He was light years better than once. Like, it's not even a question. Like, this is not a... a, The the question is not who played better, because that's a definitive fact. Jalen Hurts was better. Boom. Done. The question, like you kind of alluded to at the beginning of your answer, is more about this massive move for the franchise and what does it mean for everything moving forward. Where I'm at, and and as I've said before, is, is... 
just on a basic level, uh, you know, like, and today hammered at home, especially with the New York Giants beating Seattle with Colt McCoy at quarterback, thrown for like 80 yards or whatever it ended up being. It was more than that. But, you know, uh, like, uh, this team is not going to the playoffs. They don't deserve to go to the playoffs. They are a horrible, horrible football team with a bad roster, just a, a bad team across the board. They should get a top five pick. I want them to get a top five pick. So my decision on who to play quarterback has absolutely nothing to do with the want to win games. You know, that that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is the fact that you need to see what Jalen Hurts can do because Carson Wentz, it doesn't matter what happens with him because he's not going to get better. You know, like you don't need to see him play anymore. We don't need to see any more of Carson Wentz. This is it. He's had 12-plus games to get back to, to show us that he could be something other than this, and it hasn't happened. It's done. Mm-hmm. He is not getting better this year. Put Jalen Hurts in there just to see what you got and to be able to better evaluate other things. Like you pointed out last pod, you know, if Doug Peterson's going to get fired, which it certainly seems like is possible, you know, reports this week, there were, you know, all that kind of stuff is out there and all that. Um, you know, why not let him try something with her and see what happens, see what happens for the rest of the offense, see if we can get Rager going, because Carson is cooked for this season. I, I do not think that we can see a better version of Carson Wentz this season, so you may as well play Hurts. That's where I'm at. Yeah, and I think why I ultimately will fall on, on your side with that is the damage is done. Like, my argument in not benching Wentz and not playing Hurts was avoiding this moment, right? But, like, now it's kind of done. And it is true if you bench him next week, that's taking it a step further than you did with McNabb. But, like, nobody is – like, no one's naive to the fact that, like, what well, we all saw this, right? Carson knows you decided to bench him. Carson also said that when the initially they initially benched him, it sounds like he wasn't sure if it was for the whole game or yeah, not. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, which is crazy. Which is not good on Doug's part, right? And it's who bad. knows? Maybe it wasn't, though. Honestly. I mean, it maybe – Well, Doug might have put Ertz in and said, all right, I'm going to give him a couple plays and see what happens. And then – you know, didn't want to say he was benching and, yeah. him and whatever. Um, but yeah, look, it's not a good look. And and Doug in the the post game press conference, I mean, talk about a guy who just looked beaten down. That was the most depressed Doug Peterson I've ever seen. I mean, he was he was like a, a, a just a mess up there. He sounded so beat up, had no answers, nothing to say. It certainly looks like Doug Peterson, um, you know. It was not a great night for Doug. Let's put it that way. It's certainly not, you know, his fault well, completely. But, they but lost this game. But just across the board, it seems like Doug is is really struggling with this. Yeah, but what I will say is, and it was a small sample size. And yes, Doug is struggling with the handling of it. Like I thought, it, like you mentioned, you know, his postgame presser was not great and all that. But I do think one benefit of benching Carson both for Carson and for Doug is like, we'll start to find out who the problem is, right? So if they come out next week, they're still looking unprepared, all those problems they still have, then, you know, then yes, like it's going to be hard to sit here and say, I don't think Doug's a problem. But if they come out next week and the offense looks great, then you're finding out a lot about Carson and Jalen in that regard. And to your point about the top five pick, I don't, you know, I don't know if you can get to number one. So in a way it's like, okay, well, you Trevor can't, Lawrence, you can't get to number one. Okay. Let's you can't get to up. number one. So I mean, so the Jets, reality, the Jets, like basically gave like quit at the on the last play to allow the Raiders to win today, so they didn't win. So yeah, it's not gonna right. Happen. So in reality, it's like 
you know, if, and I'm sure the Eagles internally already have a feeling of what they think of the top guys. I mean, they scout these people, you know, obviously for their whole careers, but then this season as well. So, like, if you think Justin Fields is someone that you really like, then, yeah, you need to play Jalen Hurts because you need to see if, you know, you have to go up for just, for Justin Fields or if you want to stick with Jalen Hurts. Like, there are, there are those components to it. But I really think the bigger thing is if Jalen goes out there next week and is really good and the offense looks good like it did tonight with him out there, then you know that you can keep Doug. Like, they don't want to fire Doug. Like, firing Doug is not on Jeffrey Lurie's top of his list, in my opinion. He likes him personally. You don't want to pay a head coach that's not there. You don't want to go hire a new head coach, right? I mean, when he fi- when he fired Andy, he then hired Chip, which worked out initially, but ended up making him miserable, right? So I think he would prefer to keep uh, to keep Doug. So if you put Jalen Hurts out there, you find out. And, you know, it's it's I get the prevent defense thing, but, like, there were guys open when Jalen Hurts was there, and he hit them. And all of his throws weren't perfect. He had the interception. There was a throw to... Uh, I want to say Greg Ward along the sideline that should have been a first down and he threw it too high and Ward had to jump and he came down and landed out of bounds. So like he wasn't perfect, but I guess the point I'm making is the offense, like I didn't hear any complaints about the play calling when Jalen Hurts was in there. Yeah, I don't know. Let's not get carried away, man. The offense wasn't a juggernaut when Hurts was in there. It was fine and it wasn't like well, they were. It was way better. It wasn't that. Like it was certainly better. Like he provided a spark, but – I'm not ready to say. I mean, again, yet again, another game where when Carson was in the game, Doug does not roll him out. Doesn't roll him out. What the hell happened to Miles Sanders in the first half? That guy disappeared. He just wasn't a part of the offense. Jordan Howard, like, let's you stop with giving Doug a pass. All right, I, I don't think there was this like, you know, Doug is not some ha, had some amazing game tonight. They got their asses whooped yet again. They came out slow yet again. They play undisciplined football. Yet again, and yes, Carson's a part of it, but they still lost by 14 points. They still couldn't tackle Aaron Jones on a 77-yard run at the end and just put it away and ice it. Like, let's not get carried away. They are 3-8-1, and, well, and Doug is a big yes. reason why they're 3-8-1. and one. I, I agree with all of that. I agree with everything you just said. The point, the point I'm making is that once Carson was out, like, the offense went right down the field with Jalen Hurts. If it wasn't for a weak holding call, they'd probably score a touchdown, right? So that was the first drive. And then the second drive, if I'm not mistaken, they did score a touchdown. That was right? a touchdown. But again, I, I you can't underrate the fact that at, you know once the Rager punt return happened because it was a quick score, and all that, then it was like, oh wow, now it's a game. And then they got stopped. Like the defense was not ding the Eagles up aggressively the first two Hertz drives. Like you just got to be real about it. like prevent defense is a real thing in the NFL. We see guys succeed in those situations. Plus it does matter that they weren't fully game planning for him. Now next yeah, week it's the new Orleans right. saints. If, if there's a, if they believe, or if we believe, or if everyone believes Hertz is probably going to play, or even now with the chance Hertz could play, they're going to game plan for him a, a lot more. That's why Hertz needs to play. I want to see him go up against. I mean, the Saints defense might be the best in football right now. It's certainly top two or three. I, if I had to pick one defense for one game right now today, they might be my pick. They're playing awesome right now. So, you know, I just think I don't – I thought Hurts looked really nice out there. He looked athletic, that that showed that speed, showed a couple nice deep throws or the one nice deep throw and some, some okay throws. But he also had some wobblers. He also had a couple – you know, the interception, his arm got hit, but it wasn't a, a great decision in the moment. Like, I, I don't think we can get carried away. I, and, again, I'm the one saying Hurts should absolutely start in a matter next week no matter what. But I'm not saying this this was not all world and and – there are factors that have to be mentioned. That's why he needs to start next week so we really know. But I don't right. think that you could but, have too much of a takeaway from what we saw tonight. Well, well, so 
I, I would say that like we can't, and you're not doing this, but the, the discussion this week will obviously be about Hertz versus Wentz. And I think that like how we judge Carson has to be different than how we judge Jalen Hurts. So like, yes, was Hurts going against a prevent prevent defense tonight? Sure, that's part of it. The game was out of control when Jalen Hurts got in there. And your point about how once the Packers needed a stop, like they got it, that's true as well. But what I would also say is we grade Hurts differently than Wentz. Like Wentz is a fifth-year quarterback on a $128 million deal. Jalen Hurts, this was legitimately his first time ever playing quarterback in the NFL. When you like, Right? I mean, he didn't get yeah, any Yeah, first time getting hit, like, drives and, and yes, being the guy. I mean, like, yes, no question. Right. This was his first time ever yeah, doing that. No question. So, so I think, like, when you, when you grade Jalen Hurts on that scale, you just look for – you look for different things than you do from Carson. Like Carson at this point of his career is much more results. Again, oriented. I'm not like, I'm not comparing him to Carson. I'm just talking well, I know like, you're not, but uh, Carson was awful, is awful right now. Like Hertz was again light years better. I'm saying compared yes. to normal NFL quarterbacking, I don't think Hertz it was some revelation. Like he was just way better than Wentz, but that's still not saying like he's a star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I, I get that, but like so I guess what I what I was kind of looking for from Hertz tonight for for it to be like so I, I I really this I can't believe we're at this point of having this discussion. It's so crazy in my head. I have so many thoughts. But like so I, I think that on one hand, you grade Jalen Hurts like with, with with what you're saying, like judging him against un, other NFL quarterbacks. But if you look at him like from a rookie perspective, I thought he looked very calm out there. He threw some really nice passes, right? And he looked really mobile. And like those to me are really all I needed to see. Like the decision making didn't have to be perfect for me tonight. Like because you're you're not getting a full week of practices. You're not uh like the the Packers aren't game planning for Jalen Hurts. But on the flip side, Jalen Hurts got you know. Presumably, like what, maybe ten percent of the first team. Well, reps we don't know. We don't game. know. Obviously, there was well, no in the report game that he was getting more. Yeah. And we don't know. We really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But regardless, I, I think what you're saying is all fair points. I think the real takeaway is: look, we knew he was athletic. We knew he had a, a nice arm when given the opportunity. I think we just don't know. Like I was again. I, I'm not trying to sound like I wasn't happy with what I saw from her tonight. He he showed me all I would want to see from him in that situation coming in. I just am not going overboard and saying, you know, Hertz is a star. Doug's offense clearly works with him. I need to see a, a week where he's playing a full game against a defense that is preparing for him and him getting first team reps all week and all those things. I think that that's really my point is that it's. I, I thought Hertz did great. It's just hard to really judge it in a real way, you know? And, and the other thing is, even if he kills it next week or the next three weeks or the rest of the season, like, that's also a really small sample size. I mean, Wentz's career is like a roller coaster unlike any other. But remember, like, his first three weeks, he looked like a world beater, right? So, like, there will be a lot of ebb and flow of Jalen Hurts's career, whether it be with the Eagles or whether it be with another team, right? But I think, like, tonight... I would have to give Jalen Hurts an A, like for his performance. Like even with all those factors, like he deserves an A when you consider the fact that he went in there and did what he did. Like the the Doug said, he put him in there to spark the team. Jalen Hurts accomplished that goal. They didn't come back to win the game. I mean, but yeah, but again, I, sure. But like, how? What are we? I mean, again, he threw up. He scored on one drive. He scored one touchdown. Like that. Like yeah, but you grade him differently. Is my point? I don't like, know. I I would give him like a B plus. I thought Hurts was a B okay, plus. So and Cars, Carson's now. an F. You know, like that's where I'm right. at, you know, like compared to Carson, he's absolutely way better. But I like, again, he didn't win the game. Like they still lost by two touchdowns. I know he was coming in, you know, at a, a big deficit, but I'm not overreacting to this again. I'm, I'm excited to see her. I think he absolutely has to be the starter now. Like 
That's it. He's my starter, not just for the Saints game. He is my starter, unless, you know, obviously if he comes out against the Saints in the game, playing against him and it's the, the worst game we've ever seen a quarterback play, obviously that could be a, a different thing. But in general, like no matter what happens in the Saints game, I'm giving Hurts more time than that. For all the stuff I just said, like I want to see this guy get a chance, a real chance. Like this is not a real chance. It's just a, a coming in in the second half and take it over and run him with it. We've seen so many right. examples of that going one way or another. And it shouldn't dictate what he is one way or the other. You know what I mean? So if, if all right, so I think I'm I'm gonna side with you. I do think they should start Jalen Hurts next week. Thank like you. after going through so no this conversation. In my mind. I, I, it's, yeah, I, look, I feel I incredibly confident. Uh, I, I have zero question in my mind that it's the right decision. So here's the question: If they do start Jalen Hurts, and Angelo on Monday morning is gonna be absolutely must listen, but do you dress Carson Wentz? Oh yeah, I think you dress Carson Wentz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I would assume so as well, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I will say though, the shots of, uh, and I guess it kind of jives with Wentz not knowing that he was like fully benched or whatever at the time right. that we we're talking about. But when they just kept going to shots of Carson with his helmet on, standing on the sideline, like looking out, just look on his face, it was just like, oh man, like this is rough watching. Like it is rough to watch. He yeah. Just, I mean, like he a had sad to little him, puppy right? dog like, on the sideline just. With his stupid helmet on, like looking out there, be like, "Am I, am I going back in, coach?" Oh. I mean, it's deja on? vu. It's like, I mean, if you're Wench, you have to be well, thinking. Well, I like, mean, to your point there, I mean, the the Jay Glazer report, which we haven't even gotten to because all the craziness, but Jay Glazer with the report before the game, basically coming out and saying that people in the Eagles organization on the team believe that the Hurts pick, and what we all have have supposed, but but saying that that. The Hurts pick mess with Carson Wentz's confidence, flat out. Yeah, well, I'm not certainly not going to help now, right? I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, Doug Doug Peterson says after the game that Carson Wentz was excited for Jalen Hurts. Oh, I like, couldn't believe it. On, I was man. like, Doug, dude. Like, he's like, he was excited it, when we scored the touchdown. I was like, shut up, Doug. Shut up. Like, that's I mean, just you sound like, foolish. Uh, and I'm not even saying it as a character flaw on Carson because I don't think it is. And I like to think that. Anybody in that scenario could find it in them to be genuinely happy for Jalen Hurts. But, like, let's be real. Like, the second Jalen Hurts connected on that 37-yard pass to Reger, like, you th- like Wentz had to die a little inside, right? Uh, I, mean, just think, I, would, like, I would go so far to say died a lot inside, Elliot. I mean, just, you know, after everything he's been through. He's with a Nick competitor. Field, I mean, he's a competitor. Right. Who wouldn't feel that way? Right. So, and then when he, he throws the touchdown on 4th and 18, and, you know, again, like, prevent defense, whatever. Like it was a nice throw. Like, I mean, it was a perfect throw to him and he does throw a soft, nice deep ball. Like I did see that in training camp from him, but I mean, the issue with Wentz now, and I've said this on previous pods, but like, I don't know, man. Like, I wonder if Carson even thinks just too much has happened here. Like if you're Carson, if you're Carson, just trade me, (laughs) just trade me. Like, do you want to come and deal with this, this off season? Like, let's, let's say they do start jailing the rest of the year. Right. And Jalen's like, okay, or whatever. Or let's say they start Jalen for a week. He gets hurt. Carson goes in. He still struggles. Or let's say they yo yo back and forth. But regardless, it seems at this point the season is not going to end on a high note for Carson Wentz. Anything's possible, but who knows? And like, if you're Carson, you have to go through all offseason of this, like OTAs, mini camps, training camp, next season with everybody talking about this. Like, this is what it is going to be. Right. And if you're him, like, don't you just want to go to Indianapolis or. I don't know, Minnesota, if like I don't know what they do with Kirk Cousins. But, Wherever you know, Chicago. Is somewhere where you don't have all like, this baggage. Somewhere where you can get a clean start. Yep. Somewhere that where where the fan base is going to be excited to have you. Because at this point, I put on Twitter uh after the game, who should start next week? 
And last time I looked, it was like, I don't know, a few thousand votes. 82% of people said Jalen Hurts. Like, think about that. It should be 100 100 as far as I'm concerned. But, uh, yeah, it is wild that it's it should be 100. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's, again, it is the precipitous downfall. Like, especially, again, considering where we were at with Wens after last season, after those last four games, and obviously the, you know, disappointing injury in the playoffs. But where we're feeling about Carson Wentz as a fan base to where we are now is, I... I honestly don't ever remember anything like it. I yeah. don't, especially that how low he's gotten. He's the worst quarterback in football, Elliot. Like he was this benched. is unbelievable. <laughs> he, it is. It is. I. I again. I've never seen anything like it. And 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 I don't know what explains it because it can't just be the Hurts pick. It can't just be the confidence thing. Maybe it can be. I mean, I guess, but. It's just. Uh, it, I've never seen anything like it. I. I really. I've well, no explanation. And that, like, you know, for whatever we think or, you know, the discussion will be and the fans and all that. I mean, imagine being Carson and getting on that plane tonight back from Green Bay, right? Yeah. Like, the the players saw it, you know, and, you know, they'll they'll rationalize it, you know, in a lot of the same ways. Like, you know, it was just a game, all that to, like, prevent defense. And obviously people – there are some people on the team that like Carson that will, like, support him. But, like – I don't know. I mean, don't you think that even Carson is probably sitting there and thinking like, God, everybody wants Jalen Hurts to play, you know? And that's got to suck. I mean, he's on the leadership council and he's about to be a backup. Like, and I I saw a few people tweet stuff about how Carson will be the most expensive backup in the league next year. Carson's not going to be a backup quarterback in the league next year. If Carson is on the Eagles, he will be the starter or he will be somewhere else. Carson will not come here and compete with Jalen Hurts for the starting quarterback job. I would be absolutely floored if that was the case. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think they'll trade him if, if they decide that they're going to go with Hurts or if they decide, to your point earlier, if they end up with the second or third pick and they want Justin Fields or whatever. I, you know, I, I, I don't think Carson Wentz will be here as a backup at all. I think they would trade him for literally whatever they could get. They'll take the cap hit. They'll take whatever. Like, I... I I th- and I think they'll get something for him. Yeah, for I, I do too. More than people would think. He is a, a hunk of clay in other teams' eyes that they can mold the way they want to. Um, I, I, but, yeah, I, it is uh, it is crazy, though. I, and I think that's looking more and more likely as this plays out. Like, it just uh, – and, you know, look, maybe if they if they fire Doug and then a new coach for Carson, maybe that, that is a potential out, you know, timeline, so to speak. But – and it's looking more and more unlikely. It's starting to feel more and more like, um, you know, the Carson Wentz era in Philadelphia is, is on sh- well, shaky ground, Elliot. Let me let me ask you this. And I know not based off tonight, but now that you've at least seen a half of Jalen Hurts, if it was up to you, like you're Jeffrey Lurie, what would you rather do? Stick with Carson, fire Doug, and Howie, right? Or stick with Jalen Hurts, Doug, Howie, and trade Carson. Uh, well, I, I want Howie gone no matter what. Yeah, you know that. Like, okay. I, I would take any any outcome that has Howie gone is going to be my first choice. I, I legitimately think all the stuff we're talking about tonight with Hurts and, and, and for what it's worth, even if Hurts is good, that doesn't mean it was a good draft pick. It, like, it doesn't. The the process behind it is what matters. But regardless, I, I any scenario, I think Howie Roseman is far and away the biggest issue with this team. Like, the roster is the biggest issue with this team, no matter what we see from the quarterback position or the head coach position. So whatever is getting rid of Howie is what I would take. But on a basic level, if you're asking me, like, Doug or Jalen, like, I need to see more. I don't, or Carson or Jalen, I mean, I, I need to see more. Like, I don't. 
I don't think we saw enough tonight to really know is is my point. Yeah. And that's why another reason why I think you have to play Hurts. I, I got to know more about this kid. I got to know when defenses scheme for him, when he's playing better defenses, when he's playing, you know, with full first team reps, when he gets a comfort with some of the guys that they're like, I need to know all this stuff. Like that stuff is way more important than seeing Carson Wentz be broken for another four games. Like that's clearly where I'm at. Um, What do you think they'll do? I think they're going to start Hurts. Yeah. I think I agree. I think maybe they didn't do it tonight because they didn't want to. They just probably went away today, I guess. But, like, I just wonder what the film is going to show them. Like, Doug's reasoning for it was kind of like, I got to watch the film and see. But Well, he's like, yeah, I got to ask Howie and Jeffrey why they told me to do right. it, right? So, yeah, you know, I don't want to come out here and speak for them is really what he should have said. Uh, what a mess. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's like I wrote this week. Like, what a horrible and I still dysfunctional this. organization. I mean, the Jalen, the Jalen Hurts pick could not be going any worse. Unless he's your franchise guy, right? Like, right. That's well, the, that, and the point, that's what I was trying to say before is that, like, is it possible that they get lucky and Jalen Hurts turns into a franchise guy and it makes the pick not look as bad? Absolutely. It doesn't mean it wasn't the wrong decision, considering how you built your – or it doesn't mean all the other decisions leading up to it weren't wrong decisions or this or that or whatever. Like, it doesn't excuse the process that led to it. Well, let's be real. Anybody who's out there saying, like, like called it or whatever, like – no, no, no one predicted this. No, no one was like, no, no one, nobody on draft night, no articles I read, nothing was was saying like this was a good pick because Carson Wentz is going to suck and they're going to need Jalen Hurts, exactly, right? Elliot. Exactly, because <laughs> like, that's what happened. If this, if they luck into this being a good pick because Carson sucks, like it means not like it. It almost means nothing in a way. But like if that's what happens, then they've completely whiffed on paying Carson like eighty million dollars. Exactly. In money. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's a lose lose in a lot of ways. I mean, unless it ends up with them winning with Hurts, but but who knows? But man, like again, it's kind of like how I started off with my like emotional train of thoughts on this. Just it's crazy we've gotten to this point, you know? Like it just it just is. It's wild that Carson, a healthy Carson Wentz, was benched tonight, and he'll probably be benched next week. Like, and he should be for whatever. Forget take take Jalen Hurts out of the equation for a second and what it means. It's just. It's crazy. I mean, I've been, you know, I've lived in Philadelphia my whole life. I've covered sports. Like, I, I don't know. I can't think of another as quick of, of a, an ascension and as quick of a fall, you know? like. Oh, oh yeah. Goals. It's definitely, I mean, like, other than, like, Dom Brown having one season and just never being good, other than, like, the one season flash in the pan type guys, this is definitely the, the quickest, most precipitous. Like, to go from not just how fast, but also to go from, just how high a high he had to just how low a low. It's un, it's unheard yeah. of. It's unheard of. It's, yeah. It's and, legit unheard of. Yeah. And, man, they just messed this up so bad. It's, that's what I keep coming oh, back it's to. All, and, again, that's why it has to come back on Howie. On a basic level, I think it has to come back on Howie. But let's but, get, but do you think do you think Jalen Hurts can save Howie and Doug's job? No, I no, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, get, don't I, I I don't I don't think they're going to be that good. Like I think this team sucks, Elliot. I think this team is horrible. I think that even if if Hurts plays well, they still lose football games. Like I think there's a zero percent chance they beat the Saints. Like no matter who's playing quarterback. Like like that's where I'm at. Like I don't I don't think it matters. Like I don't I think they're going they're winning three or four games this season. Maybe they get lucky and beat Washington or Dallas. Like, but they're they're not winning the division. They're not making the playoffs. Nothing saving. If if, if like we're talking about, can something in the last four games save their season? No. Like maybe they don't get fired just because Jeffrey doesn't fire them. But nothing that happens in the last four games is going to save anybody's job, as far as I'm concerned. So I don't know if it should or not, 
but I think that Jalen Hurts could save both of their jobs. Yeah, I, if I don't think there's they, any way. Maybe. I don't know. But if they go out next week and beat the Saints, They're not like, going to, Elliot. They're not. There's a horrible okay. team. They are a All right, horrible, we'll horrible football team. They're so bad. It doesn't they matter are. if Jalen Hurts is out there. Like, they are horrible, man. Like, don't believe that that just because they're changing the quarterback, it's going to change this. Like, this is a horrible, horrible, horrible roster. Well... All I'm saying is if Jalen Hurts starts, I think they're going to win the game. That's my prediction. I will so we bet see, you but... whatever you want to bet. Like what if Jalen Hurts is starting, I will take whatever bet you want to make that they lose the Saints. I'll bet you whatever you want. Like, you have to take thing. the SATs twice. Ah. <laughs> we can come up with better than that. All right, let's uh, – look, we're over 30 minutes in the pod. Uh, I think we've – beaten the and and don't get me wrong i'm sure when we talk later in the week and on saturday on wip and so on so we're gonna talk a lot more hurts when so while we while we're reacting the game let's get to a couple other things from the game because there was you know there's some others like there are other players on the team i suppose um no not not, what uh not not many good ones yeah yeah. well uh, so like let's a couple you know we can kind of breeze through offensive line another horrible performance really in both phases of the game i don't think there's much to say unless you have any o-line takes i I just thought it was a a real bad performance um from the skill position players you know regular of course the punt return and that nice catch outside that night a ton fulgum uh, invisible yet again. I mean, had the one chance, dropped it. The, I, we've mentioned before, but the fact that Alshon Jeffrey Elliott is, is getting more snaps or as many snaps or taking snaps from Fulgham is, is uh, we get so upset about the Hurts Wentz thing. That is maybe the dumbest thing that a football yeah. team is doing in the NFL this year, like to do something like that. So um, of those things I just mentioned, and we'll get to, to Miles in a minute because I want to get specific with Sanders in the running game. But, but of the things I just mentioned, what kind of sticks out to you the most? Look, I've been very critical of Jalen Rager, right? And I think we both, you know, in a day where Justin Jefferson once again looks like a complete stud, like, I don't know, let's give Jalen Rager a little bit of credit. He had the catch down the sideline, which was a nice catch, right? Over the shoulder, like tracked it well. And then the punt return was nice. Now, I'm going to sound like a hater here, here and I don't mean to. Didn't think he looked super quick on the punt return. Me like, even though, it was a, even though it was a very nice punt return, I did I did not think he looked super quick. Or but, on the Hurts uh, catch, like he he didn't have a ton of separation. It was just like a bread. It was a really what it was was a brilliant throw by Hurts, like right yeah. in the bread basket. But like it wasn't like he like beat the guy by a ton. I, yeah, I felt no. like until that before that particularly like the whole game, I I was thinking about how slow it felt like Rager was compared to what he was supposed to be. Yeah, well, I I still am in the camp of like they don't need to like find a way to get him involved. Like, you know, like they need to just run their offense. And if it goes to regular, it goes to regular. But like, I don't think he's good enough to like scheme around for. Yeah. You know, he's not yet again. Every week we remember he's not Justin Jefferson, Elliot. And yeah, I know, but, but baby, baby steps steps, and like the punt return was, it was, you know, it was was a big play and it was nice. So like it was, there's not many weeks where the game ends and we can say Jalen Reger looked like a first round pick. Like I thought tonight, he, you know, he, he made he plays. Big, give give yeah. the kids some credit. I 100% that's, agree. That's a positive. You. Now, to the Alshon thing, like, it's so absurd that he's playing over Travis Fulgham. I'd even honestly go as far as to say it's absurd he's playing over J.J. Arcega Whiteside and John Hightower. Whoa, like, there whoa. is no reason that Alshon Jeffrey should be on the football field for the Eagles. Like, even if you're Alshon, just rest up, man, and get ready to be a free agent this offseason. Like, makes no sense to have him out there. He makes one catch a day, and then he pushes off, so it gets negated. Like, there's just no benefit to it. It doesn't benefit the, 
doesn't benefit the team because he's not a good receiver anymore. And it doesn't benefit him because he's not looking good and he's risking his health. So I just think at this point, like in the same logic of playing Jalen Hurts over Carson Wentz, play Travis Fulgham, play John Hightower, play J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, literally play anybody but Alshon Jeffrey because he's not going to be here. And I'd rather have J.J. Arcega-Whiteside catch two passes over the next four games and like get some semblance of something instead of like have Alshon Jeffrey just kill it, right? Like, it just doesn't benefit anybody. So I really don't see the Alshon thing at all. And it leads into the Miles Sanders thing because I have some takes there too. But, like, the Alshon thing is it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So let, let's lead into it because the, the – and, I, you know, I feel I was ranting about it. I couldn't agree more. The Alshon thing, again, of all the, the crazy shit this team has done this year, it might be the craziest. Like, that and the Jason Peters thing. But, like, the way they kowtowed these old, done – you know, former pieces who aren't part of your future in a season where really at this point, let's be real. Again, the Giants just beat the Seahawks on the road. The Eagles are not making the playoffs. Like, all that matters is the future now. Like, that's where we're at. Like, I, I know we haven't, you could argue we haven't been there yet. I felt like they should be there before because obviously I felt like I don't want them to make the playoffs. But but we're there now. Like, the Giants have five wins. Like, there's no way the Eagles are winning five games. And even if they did, the Giants are probably going to get one more. They just beat the Seahawks on the road with Colt McCoy throwing for like 100 yards. Like, like the Eagles are not making the playoffs. So, like, it is it is highway, it's, it's uh, malpractice. It's It's criminal to play these guys who are not a part of the future in those situations. Like, literally criminal. All right, Miles Sanders. Because they did it, too. We'd see Jordan Howard getting, like, more carries than Miles Sanders in the first half, or at least it felt that way. And then Boston Scott, who's involved, and that's that's fine. But, like, Miles Sanders, like, what the hell? Like, what is yeah. going on with Miles Sanders, Elliot? Well, what's crazy is he starts the game with a super nice spin move, right? That was, like... I mean, outside of the funny uh, Boston Scott spin move last year against the Giants, it was one of the nicer spin moves I've seen out of an Eagles player in a while to, you know, turn a loss into a gain. And then, like, look, if you want to, if you want to, like, do 60-40 with Boston Scott, I think it's silly, but whatever. Like, I can live with that. But at halftime, Jordan Howard and Boston Scott had more combined carries than Miles Sanders did. Like, all offseason, you talk about how, you want to be this, uh, how, how he's like your number one back, how he has the traits of a guy that can dominate, how Deuce, you know, Deuce is saying that he looks like he can do it all. Doug's saying, well, we've always been a backfield by committee because we never had a guy like Miles. And then you just don't give him the ball. And I'm not Mr. Run the Ball, I guess, today. It did benefit them somewhat in the way that they controlled the clock so much that they didn't fall behind early like they almost always do. But it was just... Uh, it was just ridiculous. Like, if, if you're going to make Miles Sanders... For, also, the other point of it is... If you're not like Miles Sanders on his rookie deal, like once he's once his fourth year is up, uh, he's a free agent, right? So you if you either going to re-sign him there or he's going to go somewhere else, he's not getting enough touches. But at the very least, like use him as most as Run you can. Run him into now. the ground. Like, yeah, what like, are you doing? That's what you do. Just, you draft these guys and and crush them, and then that's it. And then you draft another guy. Like it's crazy, Elliot. Yeah, and it's just especially when he. The weird thing is he looks good when he has the ball. Right. It's not like it's not like he's been struggling. I mean, look, the connection between him is went and Wentz isn't working. We'll see moving forward if that's a Wentz thing or a Hurts thing. But I think he's looked really good running the ball. He looks explosive. He makes people miss. He's made big plays this year. And again, not a big run the ball guy. But like if you are only going to run it, how many times did they run it tonight? I can pull it up really quickly. And not including quarterback runs. Uh, hold on. I had it. it was 25 total runs, but that included quarterback runs. So. Right. And- for so yeah, ten, two, only so like ten seven, carries for Miles Sanders. Like 
Four for, for Jordan Howard, two for Boston Scott. So in terms of running back, and then they had the, the jet sweep for Rager, but in terms of running back carries, you're looking at 16 running back carries the whole game. Yeah, it, and look, Miles Sanders, if it's not going to work for him in the passing game and he had no targets, like you got to get him the ball more than 10 times a game. He is arguably your best player on offense. Say that, ah, yes, Elliot. Like You have so few playmakers. You have so few guys right. who feel explosive. Yeah, so that's a failure on Doug's part for sure. Like he, uh, he, he. You got to, you got to find a way to give him the ball. You just have to find a way to give him the ball, and for it not to happen again is, is just ridiculous. So next week we'll see. Like it'll be interesting to see if they do go with Jalen Hurts. Just what a week of a game plan with Jalen Hurts looks like. Does it mean more Miles Sanders? Does it mean getting him involved in different ways? Like does it mean Jalen Rager is gonna have another week? Good week. I don't know, but it'll just be interesting to it'll see. It'll be fascinating. It really will. Yeah, I think it's a great hey, look, point. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fascinating, man. To kind of wrap everything up as you started it, they always keep things interesting, and at least it'll be a little more interesting this week. You it's know? a great like, point. Uh, defense, not much to say. Like they weren't great, they weren't horrible. Slay the Slay injury. They were Jim Schwartz defense. Yeah, the the Aaron Jones run really sucked. Like it almost felt like once they gave up the first down, they just like were like, oh, we lost anyway, and didn't really think about tackling him anymore. Right. Um, but you know, it was it was it was okay. Like definitely not the reason they lost, but certainly. Not amazing, and 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 some letdowns, and Rodgers was able to pick him apart. The Slay injury, we'll watch that. Uh, I, Elliot, I'm I'm sorry to do this to you, uh, but I, I have to to remind people that we don't talk enough about the fact that Jordan Matthews went with the 42nd pick in the 2014 oh. draft, and Devonte Adams went with the 53rd pick. So, you know, well, look, we talk so much about Metcalf JJ, over JJ and Jefferson over Rager, but man, Devonte Adams and Jordan Matthews, it's it's a pretty big one, too. Right, well, so. Jordan Matthews was very successful here. Oh, but yes, well, agreed. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, Devontae Adams is better than Jordan Matthews. Like, I'm you so, think, like, yes. buddy? All right. Yeah, I think, uh, I think so. <laughs> I know it's I a tough Darius Slay, the, the only Darius Slay take I will say is super tough to cover DK Metcalf. It's super tough to cover yeah. Devontae Adams. I, I think a lot but of times he was close. Side, but... but on the flip side, like, if it's super tough to cover them and you're just going to get beat by them, then like the Eagles could have paid Rasul Douglas a lot sure. less money to do that. Yeah. They could have paid, you know, they could have not Look, traded a you third. Know, you know who covers him? Jalen Ramsey covers him. Let's be real. Right. So so that's my thing. As as good as tough as it is, and you know, there there was the two four there was a two goal line plays where on one he knocks away and the other one he gets beat. Like that just kinda is is what it is. But you know, you traded for Darius Slay for, for games and matchups like this, and he's now 0 for two. So I think he's a great player, but it, it sucks from the Eagles perspective. Alrighty. Uh, that's all I got. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? I like, once again, the Eagles have made, they've, they've made their bed. Now they have to lay in it. This is a Howie thing. This is probably a Jeffrey Lurie thing. They created this mess. They're going to have to live with it all week. They don't get to get up there and act like it's no big deal. They don't get to pretend like there's no controversy. They did this. They did this. And now here we are. And this is what we'll talk about this week. And they are going to spend months cleaning this mess up. Regardless of what happens, they are in a mess that will take months to clean up. And excited to talk about it with the Go Birds listeners over the next uh, Really, Elliot, really well said. I got got nothing to add to that. Like, perfectly said. We'll be back later in the week, I'm sure, to talk about this. I'm sure we won't know until, you know, later in the week. Or if at all, before the game. Who knows if they really string it out. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? That would be perfect. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it? In fact, that we should just assume it's going to be that. Either way, whatever happens, whenever it happens, we'll be there for you. Obviously, the pods this week, Saturday on WIP. And, um, and, uh, you know, we'll be there to talk. And rate and review the pod. It means so much to us. And uh, we'll be back later in the week. We'll read some of the reviews. We'll 
do our parks picks, do all that, and and talk some Jalen Hurts, Elliot. Maybe at least, if nothing else, there could be uh, some excitement then this season because there's always yes. something to talk about. But it's been it's been pretty shitty stuff for the vast majority. Like maybe there could be some excitement or fun towards the end. Wouldn't that be something, me? Oh, that's, that's all we can hope for. But you know what? <laughs> always have fun with you, buddy. So it's all. I good. know. I get to talk to you, so I'm I'm lucky. Yeah, but it'll it'd work, be yeah. nice for everybody else if the Eagles. Saints better. game will be crazy next week. I know that much. Tell me about it. All right, we'll be back later in the week. He's Elliot. I'm James. We'll talk to you guys later.